We're doing it now. Wow. Right now. Episode we'll right do now. It live. We're doing it live. Do 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 fix it post. Do 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 do. Hello. As we get closer and closer to the final episode, we get loopier and loopier. Our sanity decreases the closer we get to the final We question. keep failing sand checks on the way up there. <laughs> Hello, all. Turn down the episode. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm stupid, She's though. like yelling over. There we go. Anyway. Hi, this so is yes, Kristen. And this is Kat. Um, Stoofers of Genesis Avalon, obviously. He's sometimes stoof. I feel like you guys should know who we are by now that I should not have to keep it. But what if this myself. is their first time to ever listen to a commentary? Um, if so, that's awesome! But you really should probably go back and listen to the other commentaries for the 46 other episodes, because there's a lot of them. Or, or at least have listened to the show. That yes. might be helpful. Yes. The funniest thing about today's commentary, we are not drunk. I know what we sounded... <laughs> Not one, but it's not all that late at night either. No, it's only nine o'clock. It's a it's a reasonable time of night, and I'm not inebriated. Hmm. Yet. Also, god damn it, Jason, you as Gabe is just the cutest friggin' thing in the world. I can't with you. I know what she's mixing because of the squeeing sounds she it's makes true. when she makes them. This was an awesome, fun scene to mix, though, because, and you know, I was so torn because we really didn't want to have to skip the Banshee fight in London, yeah. but it literally became, well, crap, we don't have time. <laughs> There's so much else in this episode. And uh, so I like that instead it would kind of open with this, with this fun banter between the knights, just kind of, well... Between, yeah, between the nights, because yeah. by the end of this, you know who, I mean, you, well, you if already you know If you haven't who, listened to the episode, stop! Well, you already know who Roxy is, because last episode I told you, so... That's true. Yeah, so, but yeah, so it's it's nice to hear them kind of, you know, bonding and chatting, and, um... I just freaking love this whole Leo, Gabe, and Roxy, They're and them really making fun of Leo. Trio. Yeah! And we weren't expecting that. No, not at all. I, I really, I didn't know what, what Tracy's chemistry was going to be with the other actors until we put her in, put her in the scenes. Because I've always known Tracy's, re, you know, her, all of her work in relation to, um, to other people. Yeah. Uh, in, in, from the, the, the cast of, you know, the first couple of seasons. So. Yeah. You're not in charge of anything, Doesn't that mean we outrank you? Yeah, good luck telling her about it. Oh. Again! I love these boys! I wasn't just gonna leave her. I mean, I I am frequently scream at at Jason and and uh, Paul to tell them how awesome I think they are as I'm mixing, but yeah, suck it up. You guys are gonna get the whole episode again anyway, cause goddamn it, you're so awesome. Just a partial skis, apparently. This whole thing might have been eerily fine for you and me, but it's not for her. 
Also, I, I kind of love that we didn't do the, uh, the whole Cowalot! Gwen and, uh, you know, Guinevere and Lancelot and Arthur Triangle, because, frankly, it's been done to death. Um, and... It's a silly place. It is a silly place. But, uh, but I, I, I kind of like that we sort of skim past it, because really... The, if it, you know, this is supposed to be Arthur reclaiming his throne after he's come back, and frankly, why would you put Arthur in a position to have to go through that shit again? Yeah. Um, in a perfect world, he wouldn't, so, yeah. Also, Gwen has just adorable chemistry with Leo. I really do like that. I figured we'd be here tomorrow. That's what I'm here I'm surprised. The banshees were easy, right? I mean, you are. <laughs> You're so... God, I sound stoned. You too! Just because I'm apparently a knight doesn't mean I remember my past life. And all I can gather... Also, I just... You and Tracy have the best little chemistry ever. It's a lot of fun. Although, I can't wait to see you as a do you enjoy talking in multiple tenses? so much. <laughs> I love Jenny. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm feeling weird, apparently. I'm not inebriated, but Marinate. I'm in the mood to do a Genesis Avalon commentary, which means Marin. <laughs> is very inebriated. Always. Very impaired. Yes, always. <laughs> Flirting really appropriate? Yes. <laughs> inappropriate in general. I love Tim's relationship with his knights. Oh, I love this freaking episode. Because, I mean, the big thing about this is that, you know, this is the first time you guys are getting to meet the rest of the knights. And, and we did something really fun here. Um, we knew what areas we wanted the knights to be from. I think we came into it knowing that the knights were from all corners of the British Empire. Exactly. So, so pretty much anything that had been a British colony at some point was up for grabs. And we picked ones that we thought would be the most um, accessible that people, for actors that, to be able yeah. to, do, to do dialect work with. And we literally, I don't know if you go, you know, obviously if you're listening to this and you did audition, you know what I'm talking about. But if you did not audition or you did not see the auditions, we threw them out there with literally just, here's the place they're from. Here's the lines. We don't care about gender just or characterization. Just enjoy it. Have fun with it. And I absolutely love who we got. Everybody was fantastic. Yeah. Lots of fun. Because really, we didn't even have characters written down. Like I'm in all, love with Aiden. We had... I, I'm in love with Cooper Brown. Oh, I'm I know. Just... All we, literally, all we had was, there were knights, and they were from countries. Yeah. <laughs> and everything that came from character came 100% from the reads that we got. Yeah. Yeah, um, in fact, we, we got to, we got, we were lucky enough to be able to do the, uh, organic thing of, we cast the knights before the episode was even, was even finished being written. I think we cast them the episode before. Yeah. When we were... Working on 46, we sent out the casting call for 47, so we'd have an idea of who the knights were before we actually um, 
wrote the episode. Yeah. And it was awesome because we were able to take exactly what the actors brought to the table and make that the character. So Cooper Brown and Omari Kelman and uh, oh um, Dominic Bishop, I mean, Anipa Patel, all of them are a direct product of the actors yeah. themselves. Okay. I love that. <laughs> so there is that. I really loved I really love mixing this scene. Like it was fun to write. It was thirty times more fun, fun to, to mix. mix. Good, because I was kind of worried about how it would be because we really haven't really had a big crowd scene like this in a long yeah. time. I love. God damn it! Aiden, I love your voice, man. Seriously, freaking love your voice. We finally got Gwen. Yes. We finally got Gwen into the show. Yes. You're in the show, Gwen. How much again? I will take pity on all of you, provided you get the next round. Good on you, bartender. Another round of draw. Like, it's just, it flowed so well when I was mixing it. And a lot of it is that since the Knights have their own personalities and we really encourage the actors to play with their personalities, yeah. we got a lot of fantastic walla of them just partying and having fun. And that was, I think, the best way to introduce this this rowdy band that pretty much just came into Salisbury and took over the pub. And since then, we've come up with, like, these really kind of elaborate stories for all of them. Oh, yeah. And Nobody knows like, them but us. When I go back to write the books, it's gonna be awesome. You're oh, gonna yeah. find out it all like there's gonna be like like a section for each night as they show up that details how they got there, man. And in case anyone else is wondering, this is the lovely Dave Morgan playing a different character than Calhoun, as he was originally cast to play Edward. A, a long time ago, we actually long cast him. We actually cast ago. him. When we were doing the flashback episodes yep. because I loved his audition so much that I was like, "Oh no, dude, I need you for this." Um, he was the only knight that we had precast. Yep. And like that. Uh, yeah, like that. Oh, Snarky McSnarkerson. I do love. I do love that for Jay and Sam, even though they are back together. They talk to each other like equals. They're having an honest... They're, they're annoyed at each other, and they definitely differ in opinion, but they're going to talk about this, and they're not going to just let it go, you know? It's a very serious issue, because they've had to leave their home... Uh, you know, Jay's home. His yeah. home for the last his couple of too. years. Um, and, and have to kind of let it go, the fact that the world is sort of a, uh, a horrible place to be right now yeah. over in the States. Um, and no sign of getting better. Nope. 
I just love this conversation with them because I, I love the fact that they're past the point of we fight until we get pissed off and then not talk to each other, you know? They're in an actual relationship. They're actually, they're having, actually conversations. having a conversation that escalates and then kind of tapers off and she, you know, she kind of goes, you know what, you're right, I'm going to I'm gonna go step away yeah. and do something else and go talk to Roxy. And that's the other thing I really like about Roxy's development as a character in this is that the opportunity to bring her back opened up um, something that I'm really happy about, which is that with the Knights, she finds a family. She yeah. kind of finds that spot that she stopped vacating in Jay's life um, before they even before she was even killed the first time. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had started the distance, and now you know they have a chance to kind of. She's got a chance to find her own family, and I'm really glad that we're getting to do that. Also, I've had this piece of music in my collection since literally, like, 2005. <laughs> it's one of the oldest Kevin McLeod pieces I have. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. But this one I've had for a while. Just waiting for this one episode. You've said as much before, but I'd really like a chance Oh, my Jake. I love my Jake. Oh, this fight. <laughs> now, this is a fight that deserves to go down the way it does, because bless Jake's heart, he told a big lie. Yes, he did. And it wound up really spiraling out of control. You need to understand why I made the choices I did. Thank you, Jake's dialogue for reminding me that I use the same words all the time. That was a little Jesus, painful. Jesus, I really need to, like, work on my vocabulary because I just said spiral in the commentary and then he said it. There's so much stuff we can't talk about because it's not actually relevant to the storyline, but I wish I could talk about it. Why can't we talk about it? Because it's not relevant to the storyline. It's kind of a big deal. I don't even know what you're talking about now. Okay, then I'm not going to talk about it. But now I want to know what you're talking well, about. Well, I'll tell you after the episode. I could do that. You live with me. <laughs> This is, like, so depressing, though. The fact that, I mean, Tim, the poor boy. <laughs> he should have raged quit by now. Yes. I think he just about, I think he almost did last episode. Yeah. But he didn't get a chance to because Morgan showed up. But no, you're right. I mean, it's it's kind of it's astounding that Tim has kept it together because he yeah. just found out that the whole reason why but his parents else. died was because of demons, and everybody around him knows about this crap except him. And then Noir here, you know, rage quit. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, peace. I'm out. <laughs> There's more? Why is there more? 
need him to understand. Before it's too late. Good luck. You're gonna need it. Sorry, I get I get squeeful every time they're in a room together. No kidding, really? I never would have guessed. You're brooding. Seriously, I love that about Olivia. And it's definitely one of those personality traits of hers that I have enhanced since Teresa took on the role. Is that she's just so blunt. Yeah. Like, she is not afraid to call you out anytime you're doing something. She's like, oh, really? Really? That's funny that you think that I'm not noticing. Like, that's just insult to injury at this point. <laughs> She's kind of like, wow, I stepped in this pile of drama I wanted nothing to do with. He really has to deliver on a lot of stuff. All of this fell into place. I told you, man. No one's ready for it. And there's gonna be a learning curve. But look, you don't have to do this alone, okay? There are people who are trying you to. You don't have to do it alone. She like will be you. there. Yeah, like me. But no, you're a dick, so never mind. <laughs> out of your ass already. You're sitting here mourning over a crush when you have your throne to worry about. So fine. You don't want me to worry about your tracking, but apparently selfish ass. The way she says that. Like, I write stuff with snark in mind, and then Teresa reads it, and it comes out like 50 times snarkier than I thought it was going to come out. But in an awesome way. No, look, it's it's fine. I wasn't watching where I was going. Neither was I. I feel like the noir and Olivia scenes are the equivalent of Sam and Castiel friendship scenes in Supernatural. They happen so rarely. <laughs> yeah. It was really nice to be able to do that. Like, I, I really like the scene, the next scene they have together. It's really interesting. You were so sick recording this half of the episode. What is that? This Wait, is the one this? where you were like just massively. You had like lost your voice two days before. Oh yeah. I think we went out. We went out somewhere and you caught a nasty case of allergies or something, and you came back and you were just and you'd record all your Marin lines like that. I was so surprised you were able to keep it out of your voice for the most part. Professional. <laughs> Acting. Acting! 
<laughs> you sound so bored. I gotta say, it was really nice to do a scene like this. Just flat out, the knights introducing themselves. Yes! Roy Mills as Marty Kelman is so fun. I am Anita Patel from Hyderabad, India. Of course, all of my actors are awesome. So, so there's, there's, Sir Awesome, Sir Annoying. Um, the other ones, the other ones I have not called out so far. So, so yeah, uh, Aiden Rudd as Cooper Brown, uh, Roy Mills as Amari Kelman, uh, Damian Hayward plays Dominic Bishop, which he got that role. One reason, well, I'm not going to say he got it because of this, but one reason he definitely won that role is because he was the one who he who I um t tweeted me and was like, so by South African, you mean like you want District 9, right? And I was like, yes! <laughs> you know my movie! Secret, um, secret fact about Kat. She loves District that 9. That movie is one of my favorite if movies If it's on, she's watching it. She quotes it. All the time. I do. I walk around going, hi, I'm Vikas van der Merve. <laughs> like, all the time. All the time she's saying fucking prawns. Fucking prawns. All the time she's offering me cat food. <laughs> That's not true. Shut up. Okay, all the time she's offering the cats cat food. <laughs> Wait a minute, that makes sense. That does make sense. Damn. Anyway. I it was a reference all this time. Nope. Um, That's just your own insanity. Um, So, yeah, so... uh. Yeah, Damien is Dominic. Um, Jennifer Lee is relatively new. Um, I know she's done some other stuff for Pennant. It's the first time I've ever gotten to work with her. Um, and uh, she is Anipa, and I love her Anipa. She really brings a lot of, um, like, quiet focus to the character. It's really nice. And then obviously, uh, Gwendolyn Jessica Woodward, uh, Woodard as uh, uh, Tammy, yep. who we we modeled her after Yo-Yo Max 12 on YouTube. Who is a uh, a, a, a Canadian uh, cooking, channel. cooking channel, and we just modeled her right after that. We were like, you know, we want we want Yo-Yo Max to be a knight. That's a great idea. And the and the thought is that these are not people who are fighters or scrappers yeah. or anything like that. These are average everyday people of their country. Yep. You know, maybe they're like Cooper and their football, and and they play rugby and Australian rules. And and our total, you know. <laughs> if, if Cooper plays rugby by Aussie rules, it's amazing he's still alive. He really is the best of the but best. But they also might be homemakers like Tammy or intellectuals like Dominic. Yeah. So. Like I love this scene. It's a little expositiony. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it was it was needed because, um, you know, it, it the knights deserve to have yeah. their say, and and this is more of a strategy meeting that gets brutally interrupted. Well, it is Genesis Avalon. Yes. Did you just say the king of hell? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> oh, cat, we spent too much time together. <laughs> Not true. And 
No, in reality, we spent too much time watching Supernatural, Supernatural <laughs> and the gag reel where everyone has started to pick up on the fact that Osric apparently says Crowry if he's not paying Crowry. attention. Crowry. Crowry. Um, okay, back to Genesis yes. Avalon. So, um, Morgan took advantage of his obsession. Also, I, I am glad that we kind of got to get some of this stuff out in the open because this is stuff that we've alluded to, was in the subtext, but... You know, now all of the characters know and get an idea. Looks like I have a target on my back. Yup. Yep. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Genesis Avalon, where everything's shitty all the time. For the characters. It's like it's like uh, it's like that one of Louis C.K.'s uh uh skits where he's like Oh, hey, look, maybe something nice will happen. Then after watching, why the hell did I think anything nice was going to happen? We going to talk about what's eating you? Or we just going to continue walking along in awkward, completely uncomfortable silence? That, that, the second that one. one. <laughs> also, I got a lot of satisfaction out of writing this rant because, and, and this was on purpose. Like, this wasn't like a failure of, like, the relationships with the characters are writing or something. I knew the characters shut her out. It's that whole thing of she's the stoic one, so they take her for granted in that respect. Yeah. And they don't think they need to to really kind of, you know, uh, sync up with her. And it was, I thought it was really important for her to be able to get this out of her off of her chest. Yeah. And it really worked out well because, I mean, the, the whole thing is, is the characters don't think about it, you know? Noir and Nat, they're just so used to her being yeah. quiet and badass that they don't think about the fact that, you know, she's been with them now for almost two years. They're her friends. The only friend she has. And you're still too angry to talk? Fine. But do not disrespect me by saying it's personal, like I don't deserve that level of confidence. You tell him. Well, yes, it's also directed at stupid no, Tim and his stupid face. Yeah. His stupid, adorable face. Your words, not hers. <laughs> she has lots of issues involving Tim. She has lots of feels. Lots of feels. Then we're taking a not so romantic stroll in a very romantic high street in South. <laughs> it's only romantic if you're not a tourist. Oh, I thought she said bromantic, which romantic? would be funnier. That would be awesome. I should have written that. Darn. Damn. <laughs> I felt close to him, more than I had with some of the Avalons in my charge over the years. Oh, we're talking about Jake. I forgot what we were talking about. That's okay. You know what, Noir? You're, it's all right if you're not sure how you're supposed to feel about it. Yeah. It's a completely reasonable reaction to have. What wouldn't he lie about? You and I, we've lived a long time. The other reason why you two are like the perfect bromance, man. I broship the hell out of you two. Yeah. Because those two are so awesome in that they have parallel storylines. Remember. Which, when we get to the end of the show, and we do and we do the commentary for fifty, remind me to talk about uh, my original plan for Olivia. Okay. In regards to her paralleling noir, because there I, we've actually changed it since then. But yeah. there's a really interesting storyline that we were going to do with her originally, uh, and it was kind of up in the air 
until some uh, until we had a chance to really re look at the outline again and look at the character arcs, and we decided to go the other direction. So I want to make sure I talk about that because I thought that was, that was really interesting. You do realize I'm totally not going to remember that you wanted to talk about I that know. at all. I'm hoping that bit. I will have listened to this commentary by then. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, remind us. Please, you remind me of everything. Which is just the king being the king. He's all heartbroken. And the fact that you you kind of want to make out with his face a little bit. Just the king being the king and adorable and stupid. Make out with his face. Stupid, handsome face and his stupid, rugged good looks. <laughs> And his stupid hair and a stupid tie. <laughs> his stupid JGLness. <laughs> he has sought this trying to kill him. He doesn't know what he's doing, not really. And he has all of these people to meet that he both knows inherently. I think his saying his JGLness is about the most accurate representation of Timothy Arthur ever. You know? I just gotta know that I'm back to life I love that Nora's like, hold Whoa. up a second. Five, five second time out here now. What? <laughs> oh, yay. My favorites. And then just, you know, stab. Yeah. It's not an episode of Genesis Avalon if we're not stabbing somebody mortally. Or somebody gets hurt in general. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't season four, three, four, if we ain't four. killing someone. No, no, no. Killing is a strong word. I like to maim and torture, mainly. Except for where you killed your main character. Shut up. That was a special event. <laughs> she was only mostly <laughs> dead. She was Winchester dead. <laughs> is this a really important scene? FT, you know, just by the way. FTI? I don't know. <laughs> FYI, was it? Yo, you were saying FTD. <laughs> this is a really important scene. Flower delivery, people. <laughs> you know why I know it's a Mordgren scene and a Mordred scene? Because there's Chad Silvana music. There's Chad Silvana music. From Vampirus. Um, so in case anyone is, would like explicit explanation of what's yes, happening please here. please explicitly. Morgan just ripped open the top of the pub like a sardine can. Yeah. And it's just got the roof hovering up there while she's talking to people. I believe the original outline says, and then Morgan splits the pub in half. <laughs> like... It was definitely that she had ripped the wall off. Yes. Gross. Yes. I love how she's all like, patience, Mordred. Meanwhile, he's like, oh, I just stabbed a bitch. I just stabbed a bitch. Because he has no patience. She might have up. aged him, but it didn't he's work still everywhere. still an immature asshole. And your son will take the throne he should have inherited all those centuries ago. Dun dun Again, Chad Silvana music being awesome. Lay your crown on the plains of South Road, the stone circle of our forefathers. 
rises, let's open this door to pour forth more demons and creatures of the pit than this mortal realm has ever seen. You know what amazes me is just the fact that Mindy's able to read my lines that I write for her. Like, I don't write anything easy for her, and she just rattles them off. <laughs> Acting. Acting. <laughs> and the best thing is, is that... There's that moment you can tell where where Jaina and Sam are like, she wouldn't. I mean, somebody wouldn't let her. Oh, shit, wait. There's nobody to stop her. Well, if that was even an opportunity, why wouldn't have anybody else before now done it? Because nobody before now has been this insane. Yes. Not even Lilith. Yep. No, Tim, that's not going to happen. You have got to remember that you're strong enough to do this. For the water boycott. I would just like to point out that Olivia picked up Noir and ran him back to the pub because that is what bros do. Yep. Which we actually just set up something that's very important that we're going to continue to talk about, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to say what it is now because it's so, so, sort of the cliffhanger of the episode. Hell, it isn't. Don't pretend that you care about me, okay? Don't oh no, lashing out! Oh no! Just your style. Olivia, damn it! I thought we were past this. Nope. 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 There is a reason why half of her stage notes are things like, you know, like Dean Winchester says. <laughs> like, Teresa knows enough about Supernatural because she watches it too. That she's like, yeah, I get what you're saying there. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I get what she's doing. <laughs> So anyway, oh, here we are at the end of the episode. Oh my god! Already? Yeah, it's it's kind of sh on the shorter end. It's a solid thirty, yeah. like thirty something minutes, but it it feels really short because it goes very fast. A lot of a lot of scenes that uh, kind of move quickly. Yeah, there's a lot of talk, a lot of exposition. Yes, a lot of fun exposition. Lots of banter. I always like banter. Banter's fun. This is like our last pure, unadulterated banter. Yep. We have a few Everything moments of it. Everything after this is the final. The final three are very action-packed and very uh, heavy. So this is kind of the last. This is your last breather before it just all spirals out. Yep. I have to finish mixing the last episode. I haven't done that yet. Yep. I'm going to go insane. Yep. Oh, God. I'm full of well expecting you to get a call and you've like broken into hysterical sobbing. <laughs> and like, what? You hope you. Feels. Did you know that you helped write this? I did. You did. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> you wrote it the thing. I actually really did help write on this oh, one, too. Oh, you wrote too. a lot of this episode. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a lot of this one. Most of it was you. I think I only did a lot of the... I think I did the, the snippets that were Jaina and Sam. And the snippets that were Olivia and Noir. And Olivia Noir and the Olivia Tim scene I did. Yeah. But most of this was all you. All the night stuff was you, man. So, so anyway, guys... We uh we will see you next month if uh if you would like to um tell us what you think 
Check us out on Twitter. I am at Genesis Avalon. She is at Kristen Bays. Yep. Uh, you can also email me at kat at pendantaudio.com or email Chris at uh, Chris, Chris at, at pendantaudio.com. Um, and, uh, That's Kristen. Kristen, okay. And, uh, yeah, so that's about it. Uh, if you didn't like it, I'm sorry. I'm not the spin fandom. I don't have to deal with it. It's okay. And we didn't make you listen, Exactly. So, so anyway, um, if you like it, though, tell us what you loved. Because you know we love to hear it. I love to know what you guys think. And I love to hear your theories. So feel free to give us those, too. All right, guys, we will see you next month. Bye. Bye.